G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigao and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as Rubik's Cubes? This week we're going to look at the events that are happening in the world around us and ask ourselves, are they relevant today? I don't mean are they relevant to world economy, house prices, or other issues that only have a minor impact on my life. What we're going to look at is, do these events speak of something bigger? One of the greatest minds of this century, Stephen Hawking, passed away last year. But not long before he died, he made a speech at Cambridge University and said, I would not be optimistic about the long-term outlook for our species. What was he talking about? Our species appears okay to me. Is there some global pathogen brewing that we're unaware about? Are we not technologically advanced enough to avoid self-destruction? Does the Bible have any insight? Is it possible for this world to self-destruct? We'll explore these questions just after these songs.
Savior saved My strength indeed is small Child of weakness, watch and pray And find in me thine all in all Jesus paid it all And all to Him I owe to Is It Relevant Today. Artificial intelligence has made a tremendous headway in the past decade, and many are expressing concerns about how this could impact on the world. Now, I'm not just talking about robots taking over our jobs. That's almost a given now. I'm sure that any moment Apple will come out with a virtual minister and pastors around the world will be handing in their resumes at various McDonald's franchises seeking employment. But this isn't what I'm speaking about. Stephen Hawking said in 2017, I fear that AI may replace humans altogether. If people design computer viruses, someone will design AI that replicates itself. This will be a new form of life that will outperform humans. I know many people today that are genuinely fearful that events along the lines of those observed in the Matrix will soon happen not only in a cinema near you, but in a city near you. Is this something that we should be concerned about? What about nuclear extinction? 
I've talked to a number of people who have expressed concerns that since certain individuals have come to power, not to mention anyone by name, although it's safe to say that some names trump others as far as danger or at least nuisance to society goes. Is nuclear extinction something we should be concerned about? This palpable tension between America, Russia, North Korea and China, all it would take is for one of these powers to lose their nerve, make a rash decision, and we could find ourselves in the middle of World War III, which will likely be a nuclear war. Albert Einstein, while contemplating nuclear devastation, said, I know not with what weapons World War III will be fought, but World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Will the next World War completely destroy civilization as we know it? What about climate change? Is there something that will end humanity completely? I love bees. In fact, my grandfather, who was a professional apiist, gave me a hive a few years ago, and since then I've kept two or three hives as a hobby. Now people often ask me, Marius, how many times have you been bitten by a bee? I tell them, as far as I know, I've never been bitten by a bee. I've been stung a few times though. Bee populations are declining fast. I spoke to a professional apiist in the States and he told me that bee populations in America have decreased by a third in the last 10 years. I'm sorry to inform you, but when the bees go, we go. It appears that the world is breaking up at the seams. Does the Bible offer any hope? Let's have a look at Genesis chapter 8 verse 22, where it says, as long as the world endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall never cease. This is good news. The Bible tells us that the world will endure. But it doesn't end here. The Bible also speaks about events that we are observing now. We'll have a look at these events just after these songs. My heart be changed, renewed, flowing from the grace that I found in you. And Lord, I've come to know the weaknesses I see in me will be stripped away. By the power of your love Hold me close Let your love surround me Bring me near Draw me to your side Spirit leads me on in the power of your love. Lord, unveil my eyes. 
of your love as you
welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Chigao, and today we're looking at what's happening in the world around us. We observe that there are many threats that the world is facing, such as climate change, the threat of nuclear war, our wonderful bees dying out at an alarming rate. But we have been comforted by the verse in Genesis 8 verse 22, where we are told that this world will endure. Now, we're asking, when will it endure too? Is there an end? Does the Bible speak of a day when the world will end? We are not the first to ask this question. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, it says, If you'd like to review this verse or any quote that was used in the show today, please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? In Matthew 24, verse 3, Jesus' disciples are concerned about the same thing that we were just talking about. And they ask Jesus plainly, When will these things happen? What will be the signs of your coming and of the end of the age? You see, we're not the only ones who are wondering when Jesus will return. Many people throughout history have asked the same question, including the disciples themselves. Jesus responds with a statement that points forward to in fact, no, I won't tell you. I'll let you see it for yourself. Matthew 24, verses 4 to 8 reads, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. We will examine just what this is referring to just after these songs. Than worldwide fear 
Is it relevant today? I'm Marius Jigao, and now we're looking at what are the signs of Jesus' return. We're going to have an in-depth look at Matthew 24, verses 4 to 8, which says, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. 
Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. We will begin with the last verse in this quote, which is verse 8. And this says that this is the beginning of birth pains. Have any of you observed or experienced birth pains? My beautiful wife, Gabrielle, gave birth to our first son, Daniel. Check out our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today, for a picture of Daniel. Gabrielle gave birth to him in February of 2018. And I have to say, it wasn't an easy process. Gabrielle and I decided to have a painkiller-free birth. But even though we tried, we were unable to. I was not well and I had to take some ibuprofen. Gabrielle was okay, but for me, the pain got unbearable. One thing I noticed was that Gabrielle said her birth pains started off light and spaced out far apart. But as the event got closer and closer, the pains became more intense. In fact, before I came to ministry, I was studying a PhD at Monash University trying to understand the proteins that initiate contraction during labor. We would get bits of uterus from women who'd had a cesarean section that morning and donated us some of their tissue, and we would cut them into fine strips and place them in a solution similar with the chemicals and temperature found in the body. There, they would begin to spontaneously contract as they did in the body. We were able to measure the intensity of these contractions, and I noticed that as the hormones associated with birth were added, the contractions would become not only closer together, but each contraction had an increased magnitude and also an increased contraction duration. Jesus likened his second coming to labor, and then he gave us a number of signs. But he said it would be like the process of birth. We can therefore expect that at the second coming, the events he described will be more intense, to last longer, and to be far more frequent. We'll examine the first sign that Jesus gave us just after these songs.
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Jigel, and today we've been looking at the signs that we're observing in the world today. We have so far discovered the comforting truth that the Bible tells us that this world will not self-destruct. However, the Bible does tell us that at the end of time, just before the return of Jesus, there will be some specific conditions. Let's read Matthew 24 verses 4 to 8 one more time. Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. We found out that all these signs just before the second coming of Jesus will increase in intensity, in duration and in frequency, just like the process of birth. The very first thing that Jesus said in response to his disciples' question about what the signs would be at the end of the age was to tell them, watch out that no one deceives you. One of the first problems that this universe had to deal with was the problem of deception. Jesus says in John chapter 8 verse 44 that Satan is a liar and that he is the father of it. Deception has always been a problem in humanity. But Jesus prophesied that this would be a specific problem, especially just before the end of the age. Therefore, he told us to watch out that no one deceives you. We live in a world today where deception is at its height. We often do not know what's true and what's false. We are lied to daily. Drink this potion and you'll lose weight while you sleep at only twenty-four ninety-five. Congratulations, you've just won 6.5 million pounds. This is one that I just got recently. Now these are fairly easily distinguishable lies. When I got this message, do you think I quit my job and tried to look for a new home in Hawaii? No. What I did was to immediately, carefully delete this message, making sure I don't open it just in case it installs some kind of virus on my phone. However, many lies in the world today are not so easily distinguishable. People sell you cars today that look perfectly fine and you find out a short while later that you've bought yourself a lemon. We live in a world of fake news, internet sites that will say anything just to make you click on their site, lies all around us. And just when you thought you'd escaped, then there's politicians. The truth in today's world is a rare commodity. We live in an unprecedented period of lies and deception. But this should not surprise us, as this is one of the signs that Jesus foretold would be prevalent in the world just before his coming. He foretold that deception will increase in intensity and frequency just before the end of time. Next week we'll continue looking into this time prophecy as well as two others which God gave us that we may recognize when his return is near. But for now, thanks for listening and don't forget to visit our Facebook page Is It Relevant Today and give us a big thumbs up and be sure to tune in next week at the same time. I'm Marius Jigel, God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day. Fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. 
amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. Freedom for those who obey. 
listening to is it relevant today if you have any questions or comments please leave them on our facebook page is it relevant today but for now thanks for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week i love to tell the story twill be my theme in glory to tell the old old story Of Jesus and His love